Welcome to Robert's Random Ruminations. On this glorious episode, we'll be covering the following things. Part 2 of my life story. In this episode, we'll cover the second part of my life story, and this could cover a specific incident or in a piece of my life. And as we covered in the first part of my life story, um, the first 10 years we talked about, there's some true, some truths that finally came out. And between the ages of 10 and 12, there was a couple of very crucial and key deaths in my family that really kind of brought some of those things to life. And my mother's condition, which I later was to uncover uh, with schizophrenia, paranoia, and severe depression, really started to rear its head. So the first story um, of this part of my life was my grandfather's death. Um, and my grandfather and grandmother had lived together for a long time. And what I uncovered after his, kind of around his death, was that they had uh, actually been divorced for quite a while. And my grandfather had been living with my uncle. Um, now, the big rumor here, and this was a big argument that started happening a lot more after my grandfather's death between my grandmother and my mom, because my grandmother and my mom were still living together, was whether or not they were adopted, whether my grandmother was their real mother. And I couldn't tell at the time, nor later, nor really ever, even to this day, whether or not my mom wanted it to be true, or it was actually true. Um, so I, I never really knew. And so it kind of kind of came out, but kind of didn't. My grandmother would never admit either way. So we go through, we're going through my grandfather's old house, and he had a large garage, and it was literally filled to the burstings with stuff. So it took a long time to clear out. As my grandmother had been divorced from and living separately from for a long time, there wasn't really a lot of, I would say, sadness around it. But I mean, I would, I missed him, um, because he was very much a, a part of my classical music life, um, which was very important. So, because he gave me my love of classical music from being over at his house and all the plays, the time I played at his house and things like that. So I was helping to clean and going through some of the stuff, and during the cleaning process, we uncovered some, some inappropriate pictures of a, a lady that my father, my grandfather had interacted with on a number of occasions, and it came to find out that he was giving this woman money, and he had started to lose his mind towards the end a little bit, so it was kind of a weird little side note, and technically they were divorced, but it was still big deal, obviously, that he was sending money to this strange woman, so that was another uncovered secret, um, so, so it was a very eye-opening event that, of indiscretion of people lying to other people as a very young, not very young, but a young age of 10 to 12 years of age when this happened, and it was very saddening to me to see all these truths come out that I'd never heard before. So, my grandfather's death was a real eye-opener, and it changed some other things, too. Now, my grandmother had been part of the family, and of my grandfather's family, and they had been running hotels. 
and they owned hotels uh, along North Main Beach. We were pretty well off at that time. We had a, had a lot of money. You know, my mother never worked uh, up to that point, um, but now my my grandfather died, and so we were kind of kicked out of the family arrangement, and the money from the hotels stopped coming in. Now my grandma still ran the sundry store, which was the sundry store on like the bait the the prime lobby level of the uh, hotel we were working at and it the income obviously shifted a little bit because of this and the influence and so forth we would still spend a lot of time at the hotel as a kid and as, as I had been for the first 10 years of my life um, a lot of family friends worked there as well which we were kind of estranged from um, now because of other stories I told in the last episode but another part of it too was we were now kind of estranged from another person who lived in, who worked at the hotel as well, which was my grandmother's sister. Because of the whole tumult around my grandfather and grandmother's separation and things were uncovered, she got kind of upset by all of this, and she kind of stopped talking to us for a little while. So it was it was very awkward everywhere. Um, and eventually, in those next few years, the hotel's situation got even more complicated, and it was seen that they were trying to actively kick us out of the hotel completely. Um, uh, and then the hotel ended up getting bought out by another company. But that's a, a story for uh, another episode. So my grandfather's death really had a huge ripple effect on a lot of aspects of our life in a lot of different ways. The other death, of course, was the death of my aunt, who also was uh, an important influencer in my family's situation. So, um, talk about that in a little bit here after a uh, short break. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I enjoy pod- podcasting, and I've done it a- quite a while. But this is literally the easiest way to do it. And I have enjoyed using Anchor, both here and in other podcasting that I've done. So if you always want to get a start in podcasting and doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back. In this second segment, we're going to talk briefly about another death that affected my early youth, you know, 10 to 12 years of age or so, was my aunt. Um, so one thing I never knew about my aunt, another secret coming out, I guess, was that um, she actually always wore a wig. I never really noticed or cared or whatever, um, but she'd lost her hair, and the belief was... Or well, the rumor was, I guess, is that she had cancer at one point in her past, and she'd lost all her hair, and it never really grew back properly. Well, this seemed to be true, 
but no evidence really came to it. But she started getting sick. Um, she had osteoarthritis and osteoporosis, and she was kind of bending over, basically, getting a hunchback. And it got so bad that she was bedridden for a while. We had to close down the store because she had her own store in the same hotel. So we were there the day she died. We were at the at her house, at her apartment. And it was me and my grandmother and my mom and my brother. And um, we weren't really allowed in the room. It was really just my grandmother and my mother that went in and out of the room a couple of times during the day. And eventually the nurse came out and said, you know, she's gone, it's time. And um, they wrapped her up in a sheet and I saw that. And it was kind of weird to me because she was so, she was so small, you know, so, so petite. And so we started going through her, her stuff, kind of clearing some stuff out over the next couple of days after this, after the funeral and stuff. And I don't really remember much around the funeral and that part of it. But I remember going back to the house and her having a coin collection. And I was like, well, I I want to remember, I didn't really know her very well. I really didn't interact with her much in those early years of my life. But I felt I should do something. So I had for a long time a, a coin collection started from the coins that I found at her house and she has stamps too and I collected some of the stamps or some cool stamps and I really got into it for a while and, and she she kind of started me uh, on those collections because I felt it was something to honor her so as we were going through her stuff uh, at this point um, one of the things we uncovered in the paperwork was that she may have had a kid at one point that she had given up for adoption um and we found this great picture of her in a leather jacket on a motorcycle when she was younger. It was just kind of cool to see my aunt like that, but also kind of dramatic that, you know, here's my aunt that I really didn't know very well, that obviously no one seemed to know very well. She uh, seemed to have a secret child that she gave up for adoption. So these, these things kind of brought to a head a lot of the secrets that the older generation of my family seem to um, hold and keep secret from the rest of us and it kind of had a ripple effect so with my aunts dying my great aunt really dying um, the store kind of fell apart at that point and we um, basically in the next couple of years as I mentioned earlier the store basically got sold to another company and we were basically employees of that company uh, which was kind of interesting and nice because it was a national chain. We got really good discounted prices if we stayed at hotels uh, in that chain. But it also had some downsides of it made us feel very vulnerable as to what might happen next. So um, in the next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about um, what happened the next in those next couple of years and what that was like. Now... I want to talk about actually one more death that happened when I was like 13 or 14 that was probably the largest ripple and will affect the rest of the story in a lot of ways. At this point, my mom was spending a lot of her time in her room at the house, at our house, uh, alone, and almost all day at this point. And 
one of the deaths that really kind of triggered that process was the death of my grandmother's other sister. Uh, her name was Helen. And she lived in New York. And we met and talked to Helen once or twice a year. Um, we went up to New York and hung out with her sometimes. And family gatherings when they happened, which was rare. Sometimes she'd come down too. And she was somebody that my mother was exceedingly close to. It was really the nicest of the three sisters. Um, and it was kind of very hard hitting on my mother when she died. And I remember her crying and her really being upset over this for a long time. And this kind of changed my mother most significantly of the three deaths. And she really started to go into herself at this point and really didn't spend much time with me and my brother at this point going forward. And I really had not had um, schooling besides homeschooling up to this point, which is kind of an overlay of, of all the rest of this going on, is that while we were going through all these transitions and changes in our lives and these deaths that kept occurring, it kept coming back to the point that you know, I didn't interact with other students, kids my own age really at all during this first 10, uh, 15 years of my life. Um, you know, we went to, the, as I mentioned, we went to the hotel where my grandmother worked and hung out, but they weren't kids my own age most of the time, and, and even if they were, I didn't know them, we weren't friends. I didn't really have any friends besides those that I met at the uh, swimming pool when I was a young kid, as I mentioned in the first story. So it really took an impact on me that up to this point I had been homeschooled by my mother and my mother was exceedingly distant from us emotionally and, and just physically was just locking herself in her room all day. So between these factors, um, it really had an impact on my abilities to interact with others and my ability to have an education. So these are, these are some of the core factors of this part of my life. So we'll talk more in the next couple of episodes about how that impact continued on and the ripple effects of, of the choices people make in their lives. Thank you again for listening to me in this episode of Robert's Random Ramblings. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Robert's Random Ruminations. Don't forget to follow me on Booksy.com under Robert Dragon Pollock. And also follow me on Facebook as well. Uh, make sure to check me out on the Booksy site. And we look forward to any feedback you have regarding my book or the podcast. Have a great day.